Susan Felth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Modern man is confronted with so many movies. Which ones are films? And which ones are filth? Number 94. It's a movie made with the logic of a logic. You want to start over? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can leave that in if you want. In at number 94. It's a movie made with the logic of a t shirt company. What if we took this thing and this thing and slammed them together? I have a p- apple. I have a pineapple pen, pen. I forgot how to do PPAP. I'm glad I forgot. PPAP? 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 Mm-hmm. Apple, Apple pen. Mm, he remembers. Okay, yeah, we'll, so, we'll have backwards the same thing as forwards. Is that what it is? No, it's it's a, it's a stupid Japanese comedy video about teaching you English, where he's okay. like, "I have a pen, I have an apple, <clears throat> apple pen." <laughs> anyway, yeah, folks, that sounds uh, like a joke. It'll be this movie. <laughs> look it up. Put in PPAP and uh, Pico Taro. P-I-C-O-T-A-R-O, and you will experience uh, PPAP, which occasionally children will still do. But it's, it's a small window because they had to be like three or four when it came out. Now they're like eight and they have to remember it from that. So it's 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 very rare now to have kids <laughs> doing that, but it, it still happens occasionally. <laughs> well, speaking of putting things into things, this we're here thing- to talk about the hungover games. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hi, I'm Matt. Do I want my I'm, name on this? I'm Luke. You could make up a new name if you want. You could make. Yeah, I, how about your I, actor name? I'm Esteban. <laughs> I'm Esteban Thunderfuck. There we go. Mark, who are you today? I'm well, allegedly Mark. As far allegedly as you know. Mark. Okay. If I say I, if I say it like that, then maybe people will think I'm somebody else. I could I could see a, a like network sitcom called Allegedly Mark. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just me showing up to jobs that I don't actually work at and being like, hmm, yes. This is films I'm... and filth. And we're getting filthy today, as you said. Um, I, I, for one, was excited to watch this film because hmm. once I got it out of the way, that means we don't have to watch another spoof for like a year. This this kind <laughs> of hurt this kind of hurt me for multiple reasons, this movie. Because for one thing, it's much funnier than Stan Helsing, but mm. it's also much more horrible. Yeah, <laughs> like in in to women, so many and also racist. <laughs> it is the most racist movie that I've seen in like ten years, and I watch like problematic Hong Kong comedies on the regular. This is like trying to bury those. I feel like whoever wrote this is like angry about the woke mob right now <laughs> 2014 is the year so that's slightly surprising i guess i, I mean the it other... does feel like an 80s comedy as far as that goes the other thing is i don't really like the hangover and i kind of think this is funnier than that i genuinely think this is a lot funnier than any of the hangover films i all right okay i was gonna save this for later i fucking hate the hangover films they're dreadful <laughs> they're like you know the judd the judd apatow school of like Oh, we'll make a comedy where we have a vague script and then the actors improvise. It's like they mm-hmm. tried to do that, but it's, they didn't even hire comedians. They just hired some actors. So it's like they just wander through some events that might be kind of funny. And there's no jokes. There's no, like, funny writing. N- nothing is funny in those films. It's like the director, he has fun nights out and then people laugh when he tells the story. And somehow he misinterpreted that as him being able to make comedy films. No wonder no one fucking laughed. No wonder he had to go and make the Joker. Ooh, you can't make comedy anymore. No, you're just bad at it. You're really <laughs> bad at it. <laughs> I 100% agree with everything Luke just said, except I kind of did like the Joker movie. I haven't seen the Joker. I just remember I do the actually like be. it. I think I like it because that guy should have just ma- been making movies that weren't funny all along, and also Joaquin right. Phoenix is so good. Joaquin Phoenix is a better actor than everyone in every Hangover movie put together times like ten. So <laughs> that's it. Um, but, I'll give the one yeah. slightly dissenting opinion just because of nostalgia. 
because it was right after my daughter was born, just before we came back to Japan. And for some reason, we had a family viewing evening of The Hangover with my daughter in a crib still. Uh, you know, she was like six months old, so you can still watch dirty movies with her around. So I had some nostalgia because of that. I saw the second one, didn't dig that. And then the third, I just heard people say, oh, it's depressing. I'm like, I thought it's a comedy. What? So I never watched this, it. <laughs> this is what I th when I think of The Hangover, I think of like a fast paced like uh camera panning around with music playing like and people are getting out of limos and trying to look cool like that's what that's what that entire <laughs> movie rem makes me think i only saw the first one and i did not care for it but <laughs> this film a, like a lot of the film is just knockoff versions of the three main guys from the hangover doing the exact steez of the hangover and it like at no point could you be watching that and be like, oh, it's not as good as the real one. It's exactly the same. And then sometimes they say lines that have been written like to make you laugh. And sometimes you do. You don't get that in The Hangover. Nope. <laughs> nope. This is a comedy. It's it's interesting. Yeah, um, like I but... said, my, my thing is just nostalgia for fa family mm. fun evening. I forgot what happens in the movie. Yeah, but that, movie that's, that's, the same, that's the same reason people like like Kraft Mac and Cheese. It doesn't make it good. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah what sometimes I have just, a grilled yeah. cheese. I I had shells and oh, cheese. Oh no no today. I'm not talking I'm not talking grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is good. Oh. Well, I'm talking like, like powdered ready meal. Yeah, you but... don't you don't want to face off against Luke uh, about cheeses. So yeah, I'm no, not I'm, trying to. I'm not trying I grew to up. I grew up one town away from Cheddar, like the town of Cheddar, where Cheddar wow. comes from. <laughs> Were you in Asiago? I don't know what that is. Is that a Look, cheese? I... Like I have a box right in front of me. Um, anyway. Anyway, what was I trying to, to say? Uh, Hangover Bad. Uh, Zach Galifianakis was pretty much wasted in that. They couldn't really think of anything to do with Zach Galifianakis' character in this, except just put a copy of him doing a copy of the things Zach Galifianakis did in this. <laughs> so that, that was stupid. This is... Um, the weird but, Xerox know, of a movie, yeah. This Although is we actually Caitlyn Jenner's last movie before she transitioned, so uh, we do have a real murderer in this film. Mm. Okay, I guess that's exciting. Uh, we didn't mention the other half, of course. Uh, that I think uh, I've seen the first thirty minutes of the Hunger Games. I don't think Mark's seen it at all. Although well, I did, I did get the I did get all four on Blu-ray for four dollars, and and the. Uh, blu-ray the rental store apocalypse a few weeks ago so they, they are in my future i suppose but i read the books thought they were pretty good watched the films which are okay but i like them a lot because i really like j-law um obviously they're not as good as the running man and i've never seen battle royale but i understand that's better too they're an extremely violent dystopian concept as portrayed by a 12a movie or pg-13 movie so make of that what you are <laughs> i would say that jennifer lawrence definitely was what kept me watching or kept me invested in the x-men reboots after the first mm. one it's really funny because they cast her as mystique before she got mega big mm -hmm. which meant all of the sequels were like built around mystique being one of the main <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was so much of it just her being herself they're the second film i think they're like she's just uh I'm going to just learn how to love myself and be myself, even though I am a shape-shifting character. So she's anyway, generally on the, the more evil side of things. Yeah. Cause she's that's horrible. She, not anymore. <laughs> not after the second one, Rebecca, how, how much of the comics like taken that on board and now Mystique's just an X-Men. I bet they have done. I, she uh, hangs around. I, th I, I think she was part of the Muir Ireland X-Men, which was a short-lived X-Men when all the real X-Men were dead or in another dimension. And it was just mm. all the leftovers making a team. So I, I believe Mystique was part of that. Or maybe she was fighting them. She might have been fighting them, in which case that doesn't count because she would still be a villain. Mm. That's when Destiny dies. I do remember that. Mm. Mm. I think and the last I was, time I was actively was reading old. was Age of Apocalypse, which is probably like 30 years old now. Yeah. And that's, she might have been an X-Men then because X-Men were all over the place because the time timey wimey stuff. I doubt so this these is guys how Destiny dies with mm. thunderous applause. Exactly. Sorry, I couldn't help that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Luke, do you want to give us a quick rundown of what was in this movie? Three dudes wake up with a hangover. Oops, they're in the Hunger Games, but then they wake up. It didn't happen. Okay, that that <laughs> that does it fine. To be honest, it sort of. I I suggest. I thought you'd maybe ramble thirty seconds, but five is cool too. Oh, this film doesn't <laughs> you, deserve that. <laughs> Matt, your critique of his synopsis was actually longer than the synopsis itself. <laughs> critique. I wasn't criticizing. I was reviewing. Critique can be positive. Critique does, yeah, it doesn't have to be a negative. I thing. know. It's just, it's just shades of meeting, right? It sounds like, so, like, you bastard. Okay, so let's get into it. It's the year 2213, and Obama is still president. Snowbama. Yeah. Was he Snowbama? Yeah, yeah. that would be like Did a, I miss uh, that? Yeah, that might be like presidents. A... President Snow is the president in Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. There were a few <clears> times <throat> when I was... Uh, just thinking there's no way this has to be a joke i'm not getting like the girl who yeah. kept not talking but then yelled at them yeah well that in in the in the original there's like a mute girl so they just made it so that she says horrendous like well <laughs> not horrendous she's usually quite correcting what she's saying but she says vulgar yeah. things when her, their backs are turned i thought that was actually a funny gag yeah at one point one of them called her a vulgar little child <laughs> it was pretty funny <laughs> i like the fact i like the joke that they took like the the pathetic one from the hangover and made him like lusting over a 17 year old that's actually kind of funny yeah that was extremely funny that actor was 24 so oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah i assume, I assume she was actually 17 <laughs> when she got a baps out at the end like, <laughs> that's what i was as soon as i saw i was like okay well, also she's clearly not 17 mm-hmm. i do like um this is all I'm really going to have to say about the actors is the guy that played Zach. Wait, did he play Zach? Why does it say Zach. Tracy? Zach is the name of the character. Tracy's, but the, also um, the... Tracy's the the fiance. Oh, right. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Anyway, that actor's name is Sam Pancake, and that's great. <laughs> that's that's uh, all I have to say about oh, the knock off Zach, Bradley okay. Cooper when they were recreating the opening shot of The Hangover, basically. He actually looked kind of like him in that one shot. <laughs> like he, they were based uh, clearly, all three of them were hired because if you squint, they look like the cast of The Hangover. I guess they were like, I mean, compared with biopics, I mean, say if this was like a biopic about the making of The Hangover, the, uh, these guys all would have rated, right? And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're casting generic people that are supposed to look like other generic people. And I'll go ahead and say, Zach Galifianakis does look like a generic, big bearded man. Even yeah. I got even thrown off because on IMDb, the actor who played Zach does not have a beard in his in his in his screenshot. So, uh, Ooh. that wow, he's off. wearing a suit. He yeah. seems Canadian. Is he Canadian? He, how does he seem Canadian? I don't know. Maybe this movie's Canadian. I don't know. Sometimes he. Sometimes people just seem. Oh, I'm assuming this movie was not made in like the United States. He's in secretary. Yeah, that's um, I one get... of uh, that's a great movie. Yeah, we were it has um... a six point nine on IMDb. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't have a bad score. <laughs> 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 but the director here is we we were talking before we actually got rolling uh, is actually more interesting than expected. Uh, what was it? Uh, Piranha three D and episodes three D. Yeah, he he wrote Piranha 3D and directed episodes of Avatar: The Last Airbender, which I believe Luke has seen that and Matt hasn't. Is that correct? Yeah. I have not. I you know should watch about it. that stuff. I've, yeah, told, I've already so yelled at you. You, you need watch. to watch it. Yeah, yeah, Matt watch... doesn't watch anything. He's not going to watch three seasons of a children's Nickelodeon cartoon. I watched it during the pandemic, and it was so great that I've I watched been yelling it. at people. I watched it when I first moved into this apartment because I didn't have any internet. But I had all of Last Airbender downloaded on the phone I'd been given. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've been yelling at, at my uh, middle-aged friends to yell to to watch it constantly, and no one's taking me up on it. I wonder why. No, I like mm. I've been yelling at my middle-aged friends to yell. <laughs> <laughs> I keep yelling at them to yell, and they won't Just yell back at me. Yell back at me! <laughs> Wake up, people! Fight the power! <laughs> Feel your rage. <laughs> Watch out with wake up. You'll blow your voice out again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this guy. I mean, obviously the writing didn't. Well, I guess talking about the virtues of the script of Piranha 3D is even even if you like the movie, it's kind of a weird place to go. So <laughs> I, I'm 
now kind of it was about 15 years ago so now i'm kind of wondering was it horribly problematic i know that um brought jerry o'connell's dick gets spit out at you in 3d after prana eats him mm. is that where you pee and no that, those are tiny ones that is the dick where you pee stream. No, no, yeah, Candiru, Candiru. No, it's not a Candiru. No, like you don't wanna. You don't piss into the Amazon River, right? Because they'll. In this case, the only fish that eat anyone's dick are piranha, the titular piranha. Um, I don't. I haven't (laughs) seen the sequel yet, but we (laughs) will soon. Yes, we will. Um, so let me see. Yeah, I can't figure out where they made this production company, Silver Nitrate. Sense and Sensibility Ventures, country United States. So maybe they did film this in the United States. So um, I have three hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars in video sales only. That was the box office. So I think in twenty fourteen, huh. this did not play in theaters. <laughs> wow. Do Do you guys think that this is rated so low because people love The Hangover so much, or possibly yeah. love, love the, the Hunger so Games? Hunger Games. This seems like a thing where. You know, people were worried about incels getting mad when the Joker movie came out. Do you think that the incels love The Hangover so much that they went and downvoted this movie and brigaded it? Oh my it? god, The Hangover got <laughs> a 7.7 on IMDb. You might yeah, be that correct. is absolute bullshit. <laughs> Objectively. I thought you were going to say objection. I'd, I'd be very objection. Like, so, so it was like the score is seven points up for the hangover. Objection. <laughs> Should we have a segment where one of us calls IMDb and tries to talk to a human being about this? <laughs> I think people just out like excessively downvote these spoof movies for some reason. There's a lot of them on the list. And I think it's just that they're very hit or miss, right? As in, like, some people enjoy them, but if you're not into that humor, there's there's nothing there. It's just like a bunch of cheap knockoffs of a thing you've already seen wondering about doing lame jokes. I yeah. guess you're really better off if you're doing a spoof of a, a genre, because that's what Mel Brooks, when he was good, was doing, right? Blazing mm. Saddles isn't a spoof on, like, a specific movie. I mean, Young Frankenstein kind of is, but not quite, you know? Also, uh, yeah, I bet... I bet you probably are right in the Hunger Games fan wouldn't even watch this film. They'd just be like, oh, how dare you? And just downvote it. I bet that does happen a bit. I would bet that Hunger Games fans are more confident on average than Hangover fans. Yeah. <laughs> also, how many people like their man bought, their grandmother bought them this thinking it was the one they wanted? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Three, or three, or maybe three. I only had five dollars and I know you like the hangover and I like know you like the hunger games. So I just I, got this I crossover. Spent, I spent my last five dollars on the hunger games. That's well, it made three hundred thirty-two thousand dollars in people making mistakes, I guess. This <laughs> this really uh I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh well. It doesn't say what the budget was. I'm guessing it didn't make money with that number, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not like this features anyone. Uh, it barely features anyone famous. Maybe it's it like has a bunch of effects. They just filmed it all in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, maybe it had like mm-hmm. the best craft services table like ever, <laughs> like in all of film history. That would be cool. They, yeah, <laughs> they were hungry. It's a, a non sequitur, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting to think about like what movie had the best craft services ever was it titanic where they all ate the pcp that was chowder so i don't know how much do you really think chowder how offended are that, you by chowder um, it was that john favreau film chef because it was just he just wanted to make food as soon as he made that film uh, like there was a bunch of chefs yeah. on set <laughs> oh okay. i bet every adam sandler movie is also just ridiculous banger oh yeah, yeah 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 because he's just making those to have an excuse to count with friends so like mm-hmm. <laughs> the original oceans 11 that must have had some good craft services and probably the one with Clooney too but definitely the original because that was the whole rat pack you know sinatra mm. sammy davis and joe maybe joey bishop wasn't there but uh or maybe he was i don't remember Dean Martin. One yeah, of them was missing, but uh, yeah, don't they, you they always missing. say food was better in the sixties? Well, that's I doubt it. TV show nineteen sixty 
I highly doubt it. That was, you know, the era of the TV dinner. You know, we had aspics, tomato sandwiches, whatever. Just you just... put things in molds. Ugh, yeah, you'd no. you'd eat something called. I think the seventies are, are I mean, dude. Even real... food in the eighties when I was growing up is just dog shit compared to what we have now. Really, look at, I'm just saying. Look at the seventies. He's talking about like. Disturbing. Fresh cooked stuff from a restaurant maybe was better when the ingredients were more pure. I don't know. Uh, you know is it Luke just the thing Japan, that Matt brings up when on when when you um, I don't know if it's true. yeah. <laughs> it's like when you go to somewhere like Red Lobster, or Applebee's, or Trader Vic's, you're kind of getting the restaurant 1980s, 1970s restaurant experiences because they don't really change those. That much. So it's like on one hand, you might get some cheddar biscuits that are delicious, but then you feel kind of terrible because they're using tons of butter. And I heard they're reopening. That's how you. That's how you make food taste good. Is just use its butter. Yeah, I I heard the L.A. Traders Vix is uh, reopening finally. That's kind of cool. Good, good. Somehow Atlanta's still holding Uh, on. Is it? It's still there. I think yeah, they're doing ama- okay. It's the only it, it, until that other one opens. It's the only one in the states. I think they did. F- far as I know, they did fine during the pandemic. Okay, cool. Um, last time I went there, they added a bunch of new drinks that were m- sort of more savory, and I had three of them, and I still felt terrible, mm. even <laughs> though I thought they might have less sugar than the other ones. But apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Power yeah, it was just like that, except for with vomit. <laughs> <laughs> what you you so, call, you sneeze and vomit at the same time? <laughs> no, it just sounded like that. I'm a I'm a Mark scream snozzits. <laughs> I'm also a scream sneezer, so therefore I'm also a scream vomiter. Unfortunately, you'll know you'll know if I ever throw up on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you you know I didn't throw up for a human centipede, so I guess we're probably safe. Speaking uh, of human centipede. <laughs> really good joke i thought yeah that was the bit where i was like because the first 20 minutes of this film is literally just doing the hangover shtees and then they stumble on a hunger games parody and i was sat there like this is this is doing nothing for me and then they get to that gag and it was really funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> they they'd done a human centipede but not because some psychopath had captured them because they were drunk and they did it for a laugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah sure why not um I'm looking. No, I wrote down a uh, line, but it's not actually funny. I think I was just like desperately trying to find things I could write down that were were funny. Did they say bromance was not a word? Yeah. Yes. Was that true in 2014? It. I think it was. That was a joke. Okay. That didn't I mean, land. That didn't land very well. <laughs> okay. I just got well, confused. No words are words until someone says them, and then they're all words. Yeah. Um, it's true. Don't get doxed. Uh, the the Muppets were very funny to me. And <laughs> fuck you, ho, fuck you. I I I, for, I wasn't sure this was an R-rated movie until the Muppets started talking. You I mean it didn't? It had to you were, when the gratuitous nudity characters showed up. <laughs> this is the thing. I live in a modern era where there's just no rating on anything, so I just don't even pay attention to how many tits there are until. Wow, bit, that was late in the I, movie when the Muppet showed up. Okay. It was. I, <laughs> it really was. Oh, also, you know when they, they meet the the probably laziest joke in the film, the like real housewives characters, and they start fighting Carrie. One of them shouts, You fucking cunt. <laughs> um, uh, my favorite thing from that, I I took I wrote it down. Uh, one of them just screams, My tits are gonna melt. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny just i don't know what that that just gets me so hard when somebody just says a thing that gets you hard that gets me so respect i guess it works mildly amusing that makes me laugh so hard when someone just says what's happening maybe maybe i'll maybe i'll say that and i go to the hot spring and be like hey guys this is a respect boner for you (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah when she when she when cat Cat piss. Wait, cat catnip. 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 <laughs> when cat catnip piss would have been funny. <laughs> is saying goodbye to to Ed, and she's just like, "Here, this is for you." And she just like sort of taps his balls a couple of times, like, "Yeah, here you go, here you go." That was, I don't know. See, they're they're really funny things in here, more than a a fleet of Stan Helsings. 
of jokes more than, here. More than a trilogy of Hangover movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm not even going to watch the other two Hangover movies to find out. I don't think um, you I'm not going to make someone watch this, but, you know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if, if you ever need to, to... Oh, yeah, three depths in one place. That, that aged well, I mean. <laughs> well, that... Uh... <laughs> I mean, they were—they were like, they were pretty quick on the ball of it's ridiculous that Johnny Depp played a Native American. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good call there. And um, I, it just kind of like throws in the nice thing that you know Johnny Depp spent twenty years uh, as playing the exact same shtick. So, yeah. Um, I did get um in my in the in the rental store apocalypse. I, I did get Mordecai just out of like like bizarre curiosity. So, What's that now? That's the a shitty movie which apparently has his worst acting job ever. But I mean, what's it? I'll just look it up. Mordecai. Yeah. You oh, say I... shitty movie doesn't mean. My oh, whole. Looking... My, I don't. I know nothing about it other than it has an image of him like in a suit with a mustache. Mm. That's <laughs> all I really know, and that apparently it's like just a, a master class in shitty acting. So I'm like, oh, I, I hmm. see that. The last thing I saw Johnny Depp in was The Orient Express, and like he was fine in that, but he was just playing like a little dirtbag no one liked. Yeah, I, I don't honestly, know if I'm supposed to like Johnny Depp or not right now. Um, the it's French really up to your. It's it's sort of a he said she said situation, but mm. I think they're both kind of terrible. And, yeah, it's uh, probably a case that they're both terrible. <laughs> it's one of those things when you have when you're dealing with something like that in real life, you just sort of try to politely not hang out with either of them ever again. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what America did, right? He's he's hanging out in France now. I think I think his new movie. He's speaking French, actually. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, they they yeah, love Louis this kind of France. Wow, I'm. It's been a long time since I've seen him in a film. He was wait. He played Donald Trump in Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal. The movie. Oh, that was great. Yeah. The hell they the put that out, <laughs> They put that. That came out right about the time. Um, Trump announced he was running for president, so no one. Oh, it's a joke. It was serious. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's a. It joke. is a it's, satire. No, it's really funny. Um, his, it's like um, he's talking to a kid about how he made money and stuff, and they keep giving mm -hmm. him like, like ethnic kids and th like there's a black kid in, in the next scene. It's like looks like a white kid. And he's like, "What's your name?" He's like, "You know, Juan Esperanto or something." Sorry, Esperanto is completely wrong. But um, <laughs> and, then, and then the next scene it cuts and it's like an even whiter kid and th that he's talking to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the last movie I saw him in was Yoga Hosers, which I fucking hated. It's a movie, okay. Yoga Anyways, like Kevin Smith. Oh, Yoga you, hosers. Why are you actively watching Kevin Smith movies? Because my friend was cutting my hair and she was watching it, so I was I also see. watching it. Oh. I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna call her out, but people so you saw twenty minutes of it. I saw the whole thing. Okay, that story makes haircut. me glad I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could also you could always pay someone to slowly shave your entire head, but. Uh, the last movie I saw that I liked with him, and it was Dark Shadows in 2012. A long oh, I, time did ago. Not, I did not buy that at the uh, Rendell Store Apocalypse, but, though it was there. Did I make a mistake? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, you might like it. The thing is... It always know, felt like a poor man's it. What We Do in the Shadows. Mm. Um, I think What We Do in the Shadows, the movie, is better than Dark Shadows, the movie, but What We Do in the Shadows, the series, has kind of fallen off for me over time. But that's, it's a different, it's a very different thing. The thing about the movie, the Tim Burton movie is that the soap opera uh, ran for like 7,000 episodes. And what he does is just kind of cram a ton of the canon from this into that movie, which is really hilarious because a character is just like, oh, I'm also a werewolf. And just like all this, uh, a lot of little twists and turns were just shoved into it which I enjoyed. I only saw the reboot. My friend Chuck, who may be on this podcast sometime in the future, is now trying to watch the series, and I'm like, you can't, dude. It's not going to work. You're not going to be able to. You know, oh, there's uh, a writer's strike right now, so a lot of film <laughs> people aren't working. Right. Um, and I, there, I think the actors are about to follow suit, if I'm correct. Uh, I think the directors made a deal, but the SAG authorized the strike so we'll see yeah especially sitting here in japan it's like uh, it's news it's you know contents become bizarre anyway I, so i can't I even ca keep striking. up with yeah i can't even keep up with just star trek like just <laughs> that one property 
I yeah, can't I keep up with Star Wars. Like, why is there so much Star Wars? I they can't. Uh. They used to be like one every three or four years, and that felt fine. <laughs> so even Marvel doing like three movies a year is nothing compared to five series. <laughs> yeah, there's wagons. I, I have stayed on the Star Trek wagon, but that's because I'm, you know, like you're married to the brand level extreme dork level trekkie yeah um i, mean, I, I, didn't, I, I would. love uh, to no, watch all of it i would be better at keeping up with star trek if it was just on services i have i mean i watched this film on um archive.org so <laughs> yeah. i watched it on amazon prime so technically i'm destroying the economy in a different way yeah, these these um these films tend to fall through a little K hole or something. There was a moment where I just started uh, in terms of this movie. It was right after the three depths, and um they had the weird bees, which I couldn't tell what yeah. effect was going on there. But that oh, that did, was funny, kind yeah, of. I yeah, and I couldn't really tell what was happening there uh, as far as the effect. <laughs> so um I couldn't tell if it was really gloopy, weird CGI, or if they had like weird models of bees or whatever. But I think I, it was yeah. it was it was crummy CGI. Yes, yeah. yeah, it was uh, CGI of bees that were much larger than normal bees, so that you could see the bees. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I guess they fixed <laughs> that uh, Wicker Man situation. Anyway, at that point, uh, I was kind of thinking I would love this movie. It just kind of at that point de-evolved into like an episode of Xavier Renegade Angel. That would have been yeah. that would have been a nice move to make at that point. Oh, I, I still can't believe. Idea. Yeah, I can't. I still can't believe that got made. It's one of my favorite <laughs> things of all time. <laughs> um. I was, I know, I know it's crass, but I found it really funny how the woman kept getting her boobs stuck in stuff. <laughs> I've seen that it's okay. It, it was consensual getting boobs stuck in things. <laughs> uh, I was at, I was at a hippie hostel and, and some, and a, and a girl on a wooden dock platform was, um, skinny dip and stuff and then got her boobs stuck in in the wooden dock for a moment so it happens <laughs> i still i still felt like all the crass boobs humor was funnier in this than in like stan helsing and i don't even remember how many boobs were in stan helsing but i just felt like i just didn't laugh i don't i don't even know i don't even know what happened there i'm still talking oh, that about was, that was like they saw the bride of frankenstein and like fantasized about them that was like it and the mouse yeah. that kept taking panties or whatever. I guess it was the yeah. one that the, the amount of slut jokes in that movie were <laughs> kind of off-putting. Um, yeah, I mean, there. I guess the guy had written some decent stuff, so there's some fun stuff in here baked in. Uh, well, we have a, a, the beak job. That was, fun, you know, slightly funny. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hated that bird, though. I was like, I wanted the bird to just go away. I, I think you're also, supposed to hate the bird. It was terrible. It wasn't... <laughs> Um, was that a Mockingjay joke in the in yeah. the Hunger Games? Mockingjay, is there a bird that talks? It doesn't talk, but it repeats. Sure. Like, it does repeat stuff. Oh, no. So the main Mockingjays that are just out in the wild don't. But then in one of the sequels, they have books that, like, repeat the screams of the people's families who've been captured and shit to, like, mentally torture them. Oh, that oh. sounds cool. It's like the Baron Annihilation. Yeah. Probably not that cool. <laughs> no, not Baron Annihilation is fucking sick. That was my favorite. <laughs> oh, and then scene where they're discussing the human centipede, they call him a potty mouth. I thought that was fun. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, the best bit of all the Hunger Games films is when Ken John turns up and he's allowed to add it because he's actually funny. Do you mean the hangover? The guy oh, yeah. from the no, hangover. Yeah, no, 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 the Hunger that. Games. Where... <laughs> oh. oh, okay. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I meant the hangover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you could have told me he showed up in the. I would have believed it. He was in yeah, everything was... for a while. Exactly. I would have been like properly confused by all that. Yeah, sure. I'd love to see him play like a serial killer. <laughs> I think he'd be amazing. I think mean, there are definitely some last season communities where he basically does that. Hmm. See, their Thor was crap, but I mean, which isn't saying much, but yeah, that yeah, was that wasn't... very bad. Because, well, so I guess the worst of this film's jokes is just there's some real homophobic shit, where the whole mm -hmm. joke is like, wouldn't it be funny if a man was gay? Yeah, that was really prob uh, annoying for the beginning. Where it's like, is gay marriage a the joke? Is that the yeah. joke? <laughs> that was a joke. The joke is that oh, he's getting married, but in this one, it's gay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really even like register that. Okay, so 
I, I was, was actually saying the thing. way it was presented. It was I was like, just saying there. Well, it was just a thing they changed. Why did okay. they change it? Why? Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah, that's it. It's a joke. They must have. They must. <laughs> they, the fact they changed it means they must have thought it was funny. Okay. I was yeah. sitting there thinking, did he get married to a dude in the Hangover? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think they have like three no. weddings across the three films, but none of them are gay weddings, as far as I recall. Oh, okay. Well, if they're, I guess, if they were like, yeah, who knows? Who knows what was going on in the mind? It's just, yeah, I I'm sure Tom the... Phillips is like, I'm not gonna let the woke mob put a gay marriage in my Hangover movies. They're for <laughs> guys. <laughs> I just keep looking at the year 2014. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that long ago is, is the world really that different from 2014 or i think this film, yeah, this film was in poor taste when it came out yeah okay i wouldn't be surprised that's at least some of the downvoting yeah uh, possibly yeah. i guess uh, are these movies getting being somebody's making these now i guess you know i don't know man uh, i don't i don't is, are people still making comedy movies yeah <laughs> I say that like a question. Like, I don't know. No, I don't know. I can't remember the last time there was a comedy film that people were raving about. There's like films which is something else and also funny. Like maybe series. Like I think you should leave. That's I it. Yeah, there's still most people, TV stuff. Like most people feel like that's where comedy is right now. Is there or and just online? Those... You know. <laughs> yeah, like maybe those people. Well, okay. Weird was. Oh uh, yeah, good I guess comedy. weird counts. Weird counts. Okay. That was one of my favorite movies of last year, but but that was also an anomaly where someone allowed a biopic to be made of them that was almost entirely false, which no, almost I mean, nobody famous would ever even do that. I'm no, sure yeah, a lot it, of it makes perfect sense for Weird Al, right? It does, what? but even <laughs> there's a I would say it's. 50 50 chance that even weird al wouldn't have allowed that to happen <laughs> like it's a, a miracle that so like, i'm putting i put comedy films 2022 into google right mm -hmm. and among the top ones you've got guardians of the galaxy holiday special which yeah has gags but i wouldn't list it as a comedy yeah glass onion again it's funny in places i wouldn't list it as a comedy everything everywhere all at once what same it's very funny, but not a comedy. Yeah, not a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder. That's it. They don't make pure comedies anymore. Except for weird. Um, Except one, for weird. I, I, I'm I was, sure there are others. But I was I, reading oh, up a little Bros bit Bros was supposed to be... Well, is, isn't that a Judd Apatow movie? So right, I'm going to automatically assume that it might not be funny. <laughs> you were talking about how uh, you know everything weird is wrong, but... What's extra funny is most of the details of that movie are correct. Like the little details are correct. Yeah. All the big picture stuff is wrong. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's 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 changed in order to be funnier. No, no, I'm talking about little also, details. Like apparently he did get his accordion from a traveling salesman, right? Which seems yeah. kind of ridiculous in the movie. But that that's actually the true part. The the rest of it's false. <laughs> it's uh it's the only biopic I've ever liked. Okay, sure, why not? <laughs> probably i don't like biopics I, they annoy me because they always change something and you can always tell that they're changing they're something either they're to piss someone the off same or, fucking film yeah they're either just serving the the uh the subject or doing a puff piece or attacking them mm -hmm. or in the case of house of gucci trying to have it both ways and kind of go a little bit in both ways and then having it be just middling as hell they're just trying to please big puffy for the puff Big pieces. puffy, yeah, puff pieces. Oh, yeah. There's probably that's a the puff, puff daddy industry. puff piece coming out. <laughs> I mean, one could argue that Straight Outta Compton was a puff piece. Puff the Magic Dragon. I mean, Straight Doctor Dre is... starred Ice Cube's son as Ice Cube, uh -huh. so like it was hardly going to be a biting critique. <laughs> yeah, notorious, no, notorious batterer Doctor Dre at the end is like, I'm going to take control of my business and do the right thing and <laughs> i'd like to see ice cube and dr dre do a cover of puff the magic dragon i don't i think that you're more likely to see the hungover games too than to see that <laughs> <laughs> we can dream we can dream of of bigger things i guess um let's see well, i like the jump street movies they were funny comedies but they were a while back now oh yeah those are like five those six were... years ago 
the same guys who are doing Spider-Verse movies now. Uh, makes sense. Oh, really? Hey, okay. Kanye West watched that and he decided he wasn't anti-Semitic anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I, th- I think they've brought Clone High back, which I've never watched, but yeah, Stu was tweeting about that. Same guys. I haven't, I haven't watched it, but I would be a hypocrite if I didn't, since I keep telling everyone to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender, <laughs> and this also a children's cartoon. Hmm. Well, I did getting back to the Trekkie stuff. I did get through this, the the Prodigy season. So that happened. How would hey, you rank cool. that? Uh, my question for everyone is, do you like Pixar? I, I tolerate Pixar. I have mixed feelings. Okay. It just feels like Pixar track kind of, mm. but the, uh, then it's quite good. So if you can, if, yeah, if you can get into this, that, this would be a, we're about to record toy story three in like a week and I will get into all my complicated feelings then, mm. but uh, I'll say this: I have seen all the Toy Story movies. I have seen all the Toy Story movies in the theater. Okay, I've not seen four. I saw the first three in the theater, and I've never seen four. I like four better than three. Okay. Yeah, Is I've it... heard that. I just don't feel it needs to exist. Yeah, I have no like, interest in watching it. They I don't think you loop. really have to watch any of them. But well, no, um, the children's this... films about toys. The thing is, three is kind of about retirement, and four is about fuck it. We're breaking out of the retirement home. I mean, I already so four is a more there, so yeah. Four is a more fun and hopeful film, and it also looks a lot better than three does. Partly because four, four largely takes well, yeah, the technology mostly, but also a lot of it takes place in an antique shop, so you have things like some weird stained glass reflections and things like that it'll so be wild when i get the one and watch the 1995 cg yeah yeah it's, <laughs> right. it's the best one but ironically it looks like absolute dog shit if you think about it yeah i probably should have saved this for the toy story episode but here goes small soldiers better than any toy story i know i need to watch that i got lots of bear in my room i made my choice <laughs> i don't have him here but back in the uk i've got archer emissary of the gorgonites there you go. Okay. No, no Toy Story toys. But when we talked about that one, it was kind of like it really helps to have watched that as a child, you know, back. Then. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a, a nostalgia hook one. I mean, there's good but stuff about it for sure. I it, enjoy to me, so it, is but... Toy Story. <laughs> I've played more. Uh, what was what was that game series where it was all the uh, army, oh, army men? Hell I've yeah. Played more, I've played far more army men games than I have played any Pixar based video games. Do they have any I mean, good does ones? Does Kingdom Hearts 2 count? Yes. Okay. But you it... probably still play more Army Men. Maybe. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, I, I spent a whole lot of time. I don't think I ever owned an Army Men, but I used to play a hell of a lot of them at friends' houses. I definitely played a disc with Army Men games on it on my PlayStation. A legitimately I, purchased disc. A, allegedly. One, one Army game on it that yes. <laughs> <laughs> was printed by the no, publisher. Multiple. Yeah, multiple. Um, I I've, I figured that one out pretty quickly. In the PlayStation 2, all you need is a knife and it's magic disc. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, crap. I was um I, I was just getting confused because I was trying to find the review, like the 10 star, right? But I was mm-hmm. actually looking at reviews for The Hangover. So. <laughs> I I have I didn't find any super. Good I actually ones. do want to read a ten star review of The Hangover now that I think about it. What okay. what, what is the mindset of the person who likes that? Okay, I mean, <laughs> I bet there's like a hundred of them, right? Set out yeah. if you want. Um, well, you find the Hangover games one. Well, I do that. All right, okay. here you go. Best movie ever by N Z Q F N M Y M Y. I don't think I've ever seen a better movie. They did a perfect job of combining the best parts of both The Hangover and The Hunger Games. The cast is way better than the cast in The Hangover, and I would recommend this for all ages. Zero of two help found this helpful. <laughs> all ages? Really? Okay. That That's was just... one sentence, so I tried to read it like it was one sentence. Yeah, all, age, a... the all ages is almost the best part. Here's another one where they just love... Meet the Spartans and and well, I guess the first they said scary movie. Excuse me, not disaster movie. So hmm. I guess scary movie is considered 
not to be complete garbage. The um, first two are good. We'll right, never watch them. Well, they're listing the first. You have to watch five. You, you're going to have to watch scary movies. Five. <sighs> that's, like, that's your fate. But it's a well, long time. Of course. Of course yeah. I fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be before three. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess what, what Mark, what you just read is probably the best. There's not so many 10 star reviews for this. Probably what well, I got enough reviews to be on the list, I guess. So, yeah. I mean, the, the only other one I even considered was relax people. It's a spoof. One of the best spoof movies ever. It's called irony folks. So good. Okay. Seven out of 10 felt down the cell phone. Well, that was a helpful review then. Good for him. Um, <laughs> Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's called um, irony, folk. If you say it's called blank, folks, just put anything in there in any situation, and people like it. It's sort of like the um, the thing that drags us into, I guess, filth territory, as opposed to just being a, like a not very good film. Is I guess just the homophobia and sexism and all that stuff, huh? And the racism and the fact that they kept going back between it's the future, it's an alternate dimension. Mm. Like yeah. that was bullshit. Well, like, they they did, your... they didn't fully integrate the drafts of the script, right? That's where I was kind of hoping, like, like this would be a great movie of thirty minutes, and it did just go, like I said, Xavier Renegade Angel territory. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Should have just died in the future, like men. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I, I, if you just cut it from when they eat those berries and don't have the final scene, much better ending. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, well, that's it, right. it. It didn't really feel like a spoof. It felt like they were genuinely just like, "Oh, we could make one of those Hangover films, and let's combine it with the ha- the Hunger Games." But, like it wasn't really spoofing power. the Hangover shtick. It was just doing it. Yeah, that there. One of the main problems I had with this film, just on a filmmaking level, was that it seemed like they really wanted to critique how everything was a sequel or a spoof, but this was not even. A good sequel or a spoof or remake or whatever you it just, was you just don't get irony you don't <laughs> you don't get to it's like we, now we can't people agree with me <laughs> suppose we we tried to make this podcast about this bad movie worse than the movie itself right <laughs> and i do so, know so sure someone out there thinks we have oh there are <laughs> <laughs> there there are podcasts i'm not going to name them but there are podcasts that are built entirely around talking about things they don't like and they at times are unlistenable and i'm just like i'd rather listen to the shitty thing you're talking about well, some people are funny at talking about things they don't like or interesting about explaining like the issues or some people are just throwing mud yeah yeah <laughs> all right so here's a 10 out of 10 review for the Hangover. I found this film very funny, and in 2009 it was very different to any film I'd seen in a while. I found myself laughing out loud at some of the jokes, so I'm glad I watched it at a mate's house. Ah, I still remember some of the famous quotes from the original film. Okay, you ready for these these laugh out loud quotes that are going to make it a 10 out of 10 film? Okay. Mm-hmm. So long, gay boys! Mm. Hey, she is a nice lady. That's nice. You gonna fuck on me? However, when something is good, they tend to ruin it by making too much of a good thing to make money. I found the second <laughs> one funny, but it didn't surprise me as much as the first one because they used the same scenario. The third one was funny, but you could kind of tell it was purely a film that had to be created to make money rather than an original film for viewers' enjoyment. Mm. That, that that that's a good tagline I, for your next for the next movie you make an original film for your enjoyment. <laughs> I was actually kind of shocked by how not funny the quotes were. <laughs> like, right? How was you expecting that? <laughs> Jesus. Well, you need the context, or you don't understand irony. One of the two. Maybe it's both. Maybe Could I don't understand both. context. Okay, yeah, there's one here that's like listing it alongside the Godfather, Citizen Kane, Scarface, The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is just a joke or like a... That's from 26 June that's... 2009. That was written right after the film came out. What the fuck? On the whole, The Hangover is a masterpiece. I enjoyed each and every minute of this venture. Two big thumbs up. Okay. That they that was a short review after listing on. Heather Graham looks angelic as always and delivers a sincere performance as the hooker. (laughs) (laughs) She's a sincere hooker. I really believe it. (laughs) 
Okay, but the, again, it's uh, people do seem to like that one. Uh, yeah, you know, by... people are so, thick. <laughs> was the fact that they were on a train a Snowpiercer reference, or is there a train? In there the is, Hunger there Games is a too? train in the Hunger Games. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I think the fact that it was going through the snow may have been a Snowpiercer reference. Okay. Snow I love Snowpiercer. Okay, well, it was 2014, so yeah, Snowpiercer was like 2010, 2011. Oh, is it okay? It just didn't show in Japan for a long yeah. time then, because <laughs> I watched in a theater okay. in like in like January 2014, I think. So, oh, 2013, I, so pretty close. Okay, because I remember because I got snowed in and then went to see Snowpiercer. Mm. That was exciting. Like, All right, like the mall was closed for two days, and when it opened again, I, I saw Snowpiercer. And in Japan, when things close because of snow, that's pretty wild. I don't think it showed in the theater at all here. Like Parasite did. Or I saw Parasite in the Lighthouse the same day, which that was something. I remember seeing a list once on crack.com or something of like, you know, great movies that you never could have seen in the theater. And like I'd seen five of them in the theater, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was like uh, my friend Phil, who's going to be here to defend Uwa Bull soon. Uh, worked at the movie theater and was getting me in a bunch and there was one day when we saw rambo last blood and terminator dark fate back to back which that was a hilarious uh you know back to back because terminator dark fate you see like a the mexican terminator killing people at the board killing border patrol left and right mm. and then uh the rambo movie was like hey don't go to mexico or you'll be raped and killed immediately yeah and then he just basically that was just the most ridiculously xenophobic thing I'd ever seen for no reason. Well, my girlfriend grew up in a narco controlled Mexican town and did see like bodies hanging from bridges and shit and had to duck down in her car because there were gunfights going on. Oh, and Jesus. every so every story she tells me, it does sound like Mexico is a terrifying place to be a woman on your own. So, oh. you know. Well, there is a little truth in it, but yes, when I watched Rambo I, Five, the impression I got was just that Stallone fucking hates Mexicans. Yeah, maybe I just <laughs> didn't need to hear that from Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Although, like, because the woman he was avenging was Mexican, it's not like he, it's just specifically he hates the cartel, which that's, is pretty fair. That's I true, and he does. Cartel. And it was very amusing when he just home alone the shit out of them. Yeah, it like, ends with him thing. cutting a guy's heart out and showing it to him. It was <laughs> grim. <laughs> that film was so grim. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna like, say Terminator. Rambo was my... goes goes so far that you're like, I'm. I, I now feel sympathetic for the cartel that he's murdering. <laughs> <laughs> so Terminator I, I, Dark Fate was great. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot more of the two, especially because I was expecting nothing from a Terminator sequel, and apparently nobody yeah. else was either because nobody went to see it, even though yeah, was... I I had I had. I let myself get my hopes up a little bit because it had Linda back. And I think Cameron was more involved than he had been since too. Well, the, the twist with the Terminator is just my, possibly my favorite twist, because for one thing, he just murders a kid in the first two minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like a carpet guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. In any Terminator movie with a human family on about drapes. I'm sorry <laughs> if I spoiled this 20, 18 movie for anyone who hasn't seen it but 19 you bastard <laughs> uh, time is nebulous after in this age of especially in terminator <laughs> yeah especially terminator yeah just you wait how soon will sky how late will skynet be next time or legion <laughs> or genesis or whatever whatever the devil calls himself mm. um anything also the first in... terminator film to actually feature drones which like is a terrifying way Terminator has come true. Did Salvation yeah. not have drones? No, Salvation didn't have anything interesting. Oh, okay, it was just yeah, it was just a. <laughs> well, war I mean, movie. yeah, no, Salvation was all set in the future, so it had drones in the same sense the first two movies did. Oh right, that's what I'm but thinking. I didn't, I didn't say the first yeah. two. <laughs> whereas the <laughs> the whereas Dark Fate had actual modern drones, like drawing that parallel between Terminator in real life. And Salvation did have Helena Bonham Carter as Skynet. Which, oh, yeah. canonically, canonically, we could have had, I guess, a movie where the Matt Smith Skynet went back, went forward in time and made out with the Helena Bonham Carter Skynet. 
Yeah, sure. If anybody's not? if anybody's looking for a new idea for Terminator movies, is she going to be in her ape makeup for that? Yeah. Okay. Some people will demand it. <laughs> um. Anyway, I don't think anyone's demanding the hungover game. So are we are we finished? With that? <laughs> no. Bye. Sin. Uh... <laughs> this film. This is film, but all the hangover movies are filth. Okay, <laughs> that's wanna, my take. <laughs> you just want to contrast it that way. Okay, that's cool. It's it's a filmic parody of a filthy franchise. Yeah, and right. and another filmic huh. franchise. I guess we'll. I guess are we watching the Hunger Games? Is that going to happen at they some can. point? Okay. I mean, I guess if you want to do just the first one, that's doable. If you want to make sure. that watch all four, it's going to be a minute. <laughs> I don't want to make myself watch all four unless I guess unless I fell in love with it, but I still think battle royale is probably better that's one of my favorite movies so okay i guess i'll lead oh, us out oh go ahead let's watch let's watch battle royale running man and hunger games and just do one episode of battle three okay <laughs> hell yeah it'll be the battle royale of battle royales yeah mm. and we can we'll stream fortnite we'll, the whole time we're we'll stream about it, it. <laughs> we'll stream it inside fortnite you have to go into fortnite and listen to us talk through our avatars. It could be our first, our first episode that's live on Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Um, as for this podcast, it's Films and Filth. It's Films and Filth on Twitter. You can check us there. You can support us on Patreon at Podcastio Podcastius, uh, where you get the episodes early, a little bit of extra banter a lot of the time. Uh, we do other stuff like Time Enough Podcast about the Twilight Zone, Occult Disney about Disney, Luke Loves Pokemon, because Luke Loves Pokemon, uh, Hyrule Field Report about the Zelda games and the Game Game Show where gamers game each other that they don't hate the game, they hate the players. <laughs> you almost said they gamed each other to death, didn't you? I don't know. <laughs> I, I got stuck in like, like a, it was like a verbal wave, you know? I didn't really know where it was going to take me. You got into a game fugue state. That's right. <laughs> Speaking That's of what... game fugue states, I'm gonna go play Zelda. <laughs> Same Z's. <laughs> You're doing it now, aren't you? No. Oh wow. <laughs> I don't think I no, can. I'm not as not because I want to pay attention to you, because I would want to pay more attention to the game. <laughs> <Don't>... <laughs> Yeah.